Hell yeah. Hells yeah. 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 Yes. 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 Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> it's about video game items. I thought it was about beer. No, we see we keep getting confused and it's about beer because <laughs> we we talk about beer in the beginning and like it, it's it's misleading. Yes. Do you think there's anyone who only listens to the first like 5 minutes of every single episode and they just think it's a beer podcast? Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, well let's jump into video games. Let's talk about these beers. What? Confusing. <laughs> oh, we have to say who we are. Who are we? Um, I'm Tricycle. <laughs> All right, and I'm uh Natty Ice. Yes. The beer. Yes. It's a beer is... podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, no, it's about video game items, and we talk about them and stuff. But we always kick it off by talking about the, the beers that we're drinking, assuming we're drinking beers. Um, and in this Maybe situation... <laughs> you'll think of me <laughs> when you are all alone. <laughs> Hey, can anyone tell I've been playing Fallout 76? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Everybody hates it, Everyone though. hates it, yeah. Everybody no, we're ha- hates we're, it. Look, we're having a good time. Don't take that away from us. <laughs> we're having problems. Yeah. Lots of them. <laughs> it's not great, but, but it's, it's still fun. I'm still having fun, okay? Just let it happen. All right, what beer are we drinking? I already forgot the name. Oh, dude, I forgot the name, too, and I don't have the bottle down here. Uh, it's like Alien Harvest. Oh, no, I took a picture of it. I took a picture of it. All this right. is good. We're troubleshooting in I, real time. I think it's Alien Harvest Pumpkin Edition. It's Alien Church. Yeah, that's what I said. Jolly Pumpkin Edition. It's an IPA. Um, and it's it's a sour. It's from Michigan. We'll, we'll post it on the gram. We're gonna post it on the gram for you. The bottle's got a, uh, pumpkin glass... With uh the uh flower tube sticking out of it and coming out of the top of the pumpkin going in through the eye. Oh, it's a jack o' lantern. I wasn't specific enough about that. And then coming back out through the mouth. And uh, Mike hates it. It's a uh, it's a seven point three, and it's a hoppy sour hazy IPA. Oh, is it hazy? Is why it's got little chunks in it? Maybe you know what I mean. Uh, probably. I think the the brewing place is Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ale. You just got it in Michigan also? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's from well, Michigan. Well, there we there we have it. It's oak-aged. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't like it. Mike doesn't like it. I think it's okay, I guess. It's, like, not the kind of sour that I like. I like a, like, fruity, sweet sour. This is, like, if you took straight hop taste and then, like, put juicy drop pop on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. It has kind of a funky taste to it that I can't really place. Yeah. And it has a weird scent. I'm like, I don't know what to do with that, but... But we're drinking it anyway. But we're drinking it anyway, and we're doing it for you, the yes. listener. Yes. So that you don't have to. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right, what, what type of video game item are we going to talk about today, Mike? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, this item. It's from video games, and we're going to talk about it. Wow, that was super descriptive Thank and you. like re- really specific. Kind of nailed it down. We're uh, we're 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 kicking it to the fans here. The uh, all the, all two all of them. Two of them that gave us suggestions. <laughs> no, wait, there's three. There's three. Is there three? Oh yeah, there's, there's three. three. Okay, uh, we're doing listener suggestions finally because we've been doing this podcast for forever and we've never done them, even though we yeah. said we were gonna. And we have some. Um, I mean, they're you know. From people that you guys know and love, 
But uh, if you would like to send some in, we'll do more of these and we'll say your name and everything and you'll feel very flattered. We'll and shout you out on Twitter. If you have a Twitter, we'll tell people where your Twitter is. Um, you know, please send us suggestions if you're listening. Join the fucking Discord. Join the Discord. Tweet at us. Uh, you know, scream at us in, in any of the many formats we allow screaming. And just say, I want you to do this item. And here's my name. And then and we'll, we'll do talk it. about it. So uh, these ones, you know, we're going to do these first. But please tell us. All right, well, let's let's jump in with the most unexpected research I did for an item. Now, we're talking about Metal Gear Solid. Big Boss. Solid Snake. Liquid Snake. Tiny Snake. Naked Snake. Anaconda. Uh, Amazon River. Snakes. Snakes on a Plane. Black Mamba? Samuel L. Jackson. Mambo number five. Mambo <laughs> number five. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've listed every character from Metal Gear, actually. <laughs> My favorite character, Mambo number five. My favorite character is actually Samuel Jackson. But, you does, know. Does Mambo number five just, like, sit in the background with that little... Yes, obviously. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> he, he does it consistently throughout every cutscene, especially the really, really dramatic ones. Ooh, like in four, where Old Snake is slowly dying, but he's just in the background doing that. A little bit of Big Boss in a box, sliding down a mountain in his box. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that's a good segue though. We're talking about the fucking cardboard box. <laughs> Um, this was a suggestion from, uh, uh, our music man who made our song, Guinea Pig. Yes. So he, uh, he gave this one to us for discussion, and it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a whole cardboard box. Yep. There you have it. Do we have to describe what it looks like? Uh, I mean, there is some, some little bits on it. Uh, okay. let's, let's talk about the MSG5 one. There's, like, some, some, some desert camo on it, and... There's a there's a, a a logo on it of like a little oasis like mirage island with a camel on it. You can see the shipping label on it as well. Yeah, and it says QPCS nice. Desert. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of actual different boxes that you can climb on into, but that's kind of the main function is that like you, the player. You just get up in that box. Yeah, I I this is like the most famous cardboard box ever because. Walking around with, like, knee pads and combat boots and a cardboard box at a convention will get you pictures, because that is a very acceptable cosplay. Yeah. You know, you did it. You didn't even have to do anything else. Cardboard no. box. Yep. Now, you do have to crawl around in a cardboard box the whole time, so yeah, kind of you, a drawback. You, but... you, can't, you can't just, like, carry it. Yeah. That, that doesn't work. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the item is a, a stealth stealth item. Which is fucking weird. Um, and I think it's kind of iconic in the sense that the Metal Gear series uh, consistently bounces back and forth between being overly serious and being extremely silly. And I, it doesn't really know what it's I think doing. That takes a huge head in MSG5. Really? Oh my god. I didn't play 5. Dude, it is the silliest fucking game of all time. There's so much like... Ra like, it is true freedom in a game you can do whatever the fuck you want to in that game that's 
Uh, if cool. you if, if you if you want to see a good display of some of the stupid bullshit that you can do in MSG Five, look up Donkey's Metal Gear Five videos on YouTube. He does a lot of really dumbass shit on there. It's it's fucking great. Yeah. So outside the Metal Gear universe, why don't you uh tell us a little bit about cardboard boxes? Yeah. So this is just for a little bit of background information. We were on the Metal Gear cardboard box wiki page on the Metal Gear wiki, and it says like. Cardboard boxes uh, were were invented to be uh, sweat absorption hat liners. And I'm like, that's bullshit. There's no fucking way that's what a cardboard box was invented for. That's some, like, Metal Gear, like, history rewriting. Um, so we took ourselves over to the real Wikipedia, where you get the actual information. And, yeah, it turns out in the late uh, 1800s, cardboard boxes invented as a liner for tall hats. So when you when you when you say liner for cardboard hat or for for tall hats, you mean like someone was like, oh, let's take this cardboard box and put it put some of this cardboard up in my hat because I'm all sweaty, right? No, I mean uh, apparently they they didn't even think that the box could be used to put stuff in. They just thought this is for our heads, and they did that for uh, evidently 15 years before someone thought, what if we put stuff in these too? <laughs> what if we use these to package items? 15 years it took him to kind of piece that one together. Out of all the, like, materials that would soak up sweat, cardboard is, like, not the one. No, I would have gone with literally, like, most fabrics first, probably. What what if paper towels were cardboard towels? Uh, like... <laughs> Just like rubbing a piece of cardboard on a wet spot. See, it's not Wait very Wait 20 minutes for it to soak it up. Yeah, see, I, I don't understand really why they would do that with their hats. Also, like, not necessarily comfortable. No, not at all. Not super absorbent. I mean, maybe it provides like a nice buffer? Nope. I don't know. No. The hat seems like it would absorb sweat better than the car. Maybe they were like trying to preserve their hats from getting sweaty because they didn't know how to wash them? But when it would get, when the cardboard gets sweaty, it just gets like heavy and soggy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I. I don't really know about this. Anyway, this was kind of a weird fact we learned during this cardboard box endeavor. Um, I don't like it. No, me neither. I just uh, don't I don't care for it. So um. So yeah, it's uh the we we touched on that it's 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 for infiltration aid. It's for stealth. Um, apparently, when you get inside of a cardboard box and you stop moving, and an enemy looks at you, no matter where you are, they can't see you. Like, oh, I'm walking up and down this hallway, and I turn around, and I walk down the other end of the hallway, and I turn around again, and suddenly there's a box in the middle of the hallway. That's fine. As long as they don't see you walking? Yeah. They don't give a shit. Because, like, oh, that's just a cardboard box. And I think that that's, like, really fucking silly, because some parts of some of the Metal Gear games pretend to be, like, serious war games. Mm -hmm. And you've got just, like, fucking enemy soldiers, like, pacing around, and they're like, oh, a box. This is no problem. That wasn't there. Where did it come from? Who gives a shit? It's a cardboard box. And you're just fucking crouched down inside of it. Now, do you know about box sliding? Uh, in, five? in five? I've seen videos, yes. But elaborate on it for the listeners. So, Breath of the Wild, shield surfing. It's like that, but Big Boss sleds on... Uh, wait, no, that's that's Old Snake. It's not Big Boss in, in five. In five? Uh, I, I don't remember. I, th- I think well, it's... Old Snake is in four. I don't know. 
I don't remember what happened in five. Did they like stop Old Snake from being dead? Did they bring him back to life? I don't. I, I don't f- dude, that the whole universe of Metal Gear is so convoluted. There's so much bullshit. Yeah, it's good. It's... I, I'm I'm not saying it's bad. There's just a lot. To, it's 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 like fucking Kingdom Heart. Like like try to understand the Kingdom Hearts plot. You go, can't. Go no ahead. one can. Go ahead. Yeah, if someone would like to fucking describe it to me, like, I'm fucking waiting. I've been to multiple panels at conventions to try to explain Kingdom Hearts' plotline, and still I don't understand it. Yeah, no, it's a goddamn mess is what it is. And, and Metal Gear, also a fucking goddamn mess. Yes. It's, there, it's not very cohesive, it's too weird, it got away from itself a little bit, I think. Um, Four had a lot of those uh, hour and a half long cutscenes oh, that yeah. were, uh, like, I don't want to watch a cutscene that goes on for that long. Now, Metal Gear Rising though that was a fun ass fucking game slicey slice so much slice so much slicing you got to cut up i mean basically everything Everything. little bits my favorite thing that i ever did in metal gear rising was i played the demo to figure out that i wanted to play the game and you start on a beach and you walk up a set of stairs and then you go fight a dog and that's like the whole demo and you can cut the stairs on the beach, and then you're stuck on the beach. Dude, you literally can't go anywhere. I was here, I was with you when you did that. Yep. I remember that so fucking distinctly. Yep. Why would they let you do that? I had to turn off the entire demo, restart it, and then go again. What's important, though, is that they let you do it. Well, because, and I spent, like, 15 minutes, like, there's gotta be another way around, so I guess I'll just start jumping on everything and trying to get up over this thing. Nope. They let you destroy your only path. Yep. That's beautiful, really. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you get any cardboard boxes in that one? I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think so. That's like... Actually, you know what? You do, because I know Liquid Snake uses them. So, maybe. I mean, Raiden uses them in, I presume, two... I... The problem with this is that the, uh, the the Metal Gear fucking wiki page for Cardboard Box goes on for about 18 years. There is so much fucking content on it. So, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll just cut out the part where I scroll for this. When did, when did that one come out? Is this chronological? <laughs> Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Oh, is that the love box in that one? At the end of a trailer for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Raiden is seen cutting a cardboard box in half with his sword, scaring an enemy mercenary who is hiding in it. A pod cast as well as an interview regarding the e3 demo revealed these types of soldiers will be prevalent in the game as a role reversal with enemies hiding from the player ah another slice of metal gear rising revengeance um in an article uh that was the name of the article jokingly stated that raiden must have had the cardboard box on loan from old snake um there's a demo where you can use it in vr training the men in boxes act as a collectible nice what what the fuck uh i Weird. Okay. No, I said it. Weird. Can you touch on it? The love box. Okay. Yeah, the love box. Uh, aesthetically great. It's um, it's it's pink instead of like brown cardboard. It says apparently love pack on the side with a little heart. And this is a cardboard box that's large enough to fit two adult men. <laughs> <laughs> they can share it. They can spend a little time in there together. So that's uh. That's fun. That's just that's just fun. It's, now, can you imagine you're a soldier, right? Yeah. You're walking down the hallway. You're patrolling your your route. You know, you're you're walking around. You turn around. There's nothing. You walk a little further. You turn back around. There's a pink cardboard box that says "Love Pack" that's large enough to fit two men in it, just sitting there. And you think that's nothing. Uh, I'm just gonna okay. keep going. Okay. Well, let's say, let's say, let's say you're a you're a you're a you're an evil henchman. You got you got no ladies around. 
you see a box that says love pack you're thinking ooh there's some some sweet fleshlights and porn dvds in there i gotta go check that out you, you open it up and you get sleep darted right in the face by two men by who were in there <laughs> yeah no it sounds like it sounds like a, a shipping box from like a you know adult adult shop an adult like sex toy store the the, the henchman opens it up and it fucking like big boss is in there and he sounds like cyril from archer hello <laughs> Oh god. All right. I I I think we can be done with that. We've talked We've talked that. enough about cardboard, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This fucking Wikipedia, if we had read this whole like Metal Gear Wiki page, we on... could have done an entire episode on this box. Because there's different types of boxes and they have different functions in different games. I'm literally reading text that says in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic episode, oh make friends but keep discord. One of the main characters no. hides in a cardboard box. An exclamation mark appears over the box once the character is spotted. No. And a variation of the alert sound from Metal Gear plays. Can you can you can you give us a sample of that? The alert sound? Yeah. You mean like edited in post? No, I mean with your voice. No, definitely what? not. I, that was pretty good, I guess. It sounded a little quacky, though. Yeah, I need to sound more like a klaxon. Yeah, I don't know how you mimic that. It's it's very artificial. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, this this next one, you you know anything about about this one? You know, I know of it. Of it. All right. Well, uh, GTA. Good That's game. a game. It's a good one. It's pretty good. San Andreas. Oh, I played the fuck Classic. out of that when I was a kid. Yeah. Remember flying cars? I remember flying cars. Hell yeah. That was great. And the the, the giant dildo that you got in the police station? That was yep. amazing. Um, we're not talking about that. We're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the other one. The other one. Yeah. The, the, the game series that didn't get good until the second game, and then it got really good, and then it kind of got, like, still good, but brokenly stupid in the fourth one uh saints row it's uh about a gang uh color gangs you're you're like crips but you're purple mm -hmm. uh crisp and crips. um yeah uh first game you're like a small-time gang leader second game you start as a small-time gang leader and then you like start to build a, a gang empire you like take over the gangs around the cities third game you have a gang empire and then people are trying to fuck with your gang empire. Uh, and then uh, the fourth one, you're the president of the fucking United States. And uh, <laughs> you're a gang still, but it's about an alien invasion. And you get put in a simulation, and then you got a bunch of, like, powers. You can run really fast, you can jump over buildings and This shit. is a classic career path. Oh, absolutely. G gang member, gang leader, president of the United States. Yeah, obviously. Superpowers come into play. You, you start the game... On the side of an ICBM, disabling it and crashing it into something, and then you, like, jump off of it into a plane and land in the White House. That's outstanding. And I think I like the just general escalation here. Like, yeah. I appreciate that, you yeah. know? Just ramp it up. Now, if they make a fifth one, where do you go from there? <laughs> Thanos, but Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly, definitely space yes. would be a factor. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it's I've not. I own four, I think, on the Steam, and yeah. I, I installed it one time, but I never actually played it. I really should have because I know it's fun. I know it's silly, um, 
And, uh, Mike, tell us about the item here, because this kind of exemplifies, I think, the ridiculousness of the series. Alright, so the item we're talking about is... Nice. I can't wait to see what the waveform looks like on that. Ooh, <laughs> It's ooh. not too bad, It's, it's beautiful. I like it. That'll, that, that won't pop. Uh, we're talking about the, the dubstep gun. Um, oh, wait, let's, who, who gave us this one? Uh, I think... Uh, uh guinea, pig guinea pig again. Also, yes. Yeah, we don't have that many listeners, sorry. <laughs> well, we don't have many listeners that talk to us. That's, yeah, maybe that's maybe the bigger, the bigger problem. Um, it's a unique, powerful weapon, fires long pulses of energy to the beat of an electronic song. Uh, it's dubstep, technically not electronica. Um... It is, uh, the song is determined by the skin selected for the gun. I believe there's five or six of them. Um, it has no ammo reserve, and it relies on charge percentage that regenerates over time. Um, it also needs to charge up briefly before firing. Um, yeah, it shoots out like a fucking pulse of bullshit that has, like, concussive properties to enemies and shit. So it's like a, like a concussion, concussive sound weapon, which yeah. they supposedly are, are, the government has some of those. Yes. But instead of just making it make a real loud noise that makes people's like heads get all dizzy, they, they specifically went with dubstep for it. Yeah. Um, which is good. Now, how do enemies react when they're shot with it? Do they? They they get shot. I think. Do they die? I think Does it some kill? stuff around. Oh yeah, it kills. Um, I think some <laughs> things around dance. I know specifically. That um, when you shoot the gun near cars, uh, they're, they, they start bouncing up on hydraulics, which you're not supposed to be able to use in this game. And uh, if you shoot it near a car and then steal the car right after, you can use the hydraulics for a few seconds. And you can like jack the car up, and then once the hydraulics stop working, the wheels get stuck in that position. So you'll just have like a raised car forever. That's nice. That's good. I mean, it's not really that great because... Aesthetically? You can can jump over buildings and run at a thousand miles an hour. There's literally no reason to own a single car in that game. That's true. Yeah, if I had superpowers, I probably wouldn't own a car. No, you don't. You don't car. What would it it be for? Uh, Cruising? I guess cruising, if you want to do cruising. But, like, can you fly? Uh, Or just jump rope? you, You, like, Hulk jump. Uh, I guess that's not really cruising. If you can fly, I mean, you, you can, can cruise. You can fly. go pretty fucking far, and you can like. But it's not you can chill. Glide. It doesn't have the chill element of cruising. Gliding does though. Yeah, you Gliding can. You does. can like glide down, and uh, you can turn the radio on, like just being your person because you're in a simulation. Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Wait, you're also in a simulation. Jesus Christ! There's, uh, I bumped the table. I apologize. Um, yeah. There's uh, it's it's some some fucking like Rick and Morty, a simulation within a simulation. You're, you you get attacked by these aliens, and he like puts you in a simulation. And you're trying to get out of the simulation so you can kill them. So wait, do you ever do you have superpowers for real though? No, you have superpowers within the simulation. Okay, but you are president for real. Yes, you're real. <laughs> That wasn't just a simulation thing. Gotcha. Alright, just needed some clarification. Um, wow. Mike, please. I'm, I'm fucking this table so hard. Um, 
Unlike other weapons, the uh, change of skin is more than just aesthetic. Um, the rhythm of the beat of the song determines the fire rate and the intensity of the shots. So depending on what skin you have on, it'll do more damage or more fire rate or whatever. Um, when it's upgraded, it can replace rocket launchers for destroying vehicles because it has uh, explosive wubs. <laughs> of course. Um, and the uh, weapon description for it is, it's a party in a gun. Make the world dance to the beat, dance to your beat, and fear the power of your wubs. To be clear, wubs are the sounds that dubstep makes. If you've never heard dubstep, it, it's kind of wub, wubby. Right. I know a little bit about how they are made. How do you think those sounds come to be? Um, I, my guess, if I had to speculate, and I don't actually know, is that you go onto a computer and take a normal sound... And you, like, break it somehow. Like, you make the audio bad, and that's what makes the sound. Kind of. Okay. So what you do, you take, like, a, a boom, like a drum beat. Mm-hmm. You repeat it really fast. So instead of going, duh, 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 it goes, Durr, and then you change the effects on the song. So it goes, Okay, yeah, so you take a normal sound and you ruin it. Yeah, Got it. and then you, like, change the, like, you, you put a, like, cosine wave to it and change the pitch to it so it, like, wobbles like that. That's what a bass wobble is. Yeah, now if you, what if you point the guns, dubstep gun at someone who's really, really into dubstep? Does that give them any immunity? <laughs> Does your passion for the music genre make you immune to the suffering? Uh, I don't think the game simulated in any of those people so i don't know <laughs> yeah that's probably good because those are a uh, certain why don't you genre go, of person why don't you go ahead and describe this all right so this is um you guys know about uh like like guitar hero how they introduced a uh, a djing element with a little turntable situation yeah dj hero yeah it's like that but uh if someone stuck it on a the side of a gun. So there is an actual turntable attached to the side of it, and there are also three colored buttons, which makes me think of DJ Hero. Because, you I know, think little... those are knobs. Okay, yeah, they might be knobs. Look, I don't have my glasses on, and, like, I can't be responsible for what I'm looking at. Those are probably knobs. But they do have their tricolor, so that kind of makes me, like, imagine that uh, type of situation. Now, you put your hand, I'm guessing, on the bottom of it, on that little handle. The trigger is, uh, that red thing, maybe? Yeah, it's just like a little, little button. Little button. And uh, there's like a speaker on the front. Actually, it's a pretty big speaker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so there's some knobs, there's some wires. Uh, I feel like having the turntable sideways is not ideal because doesn't the needle use gravity to rest on a record usually? So it being okay, but perpendicular if, to the ground doesn't seem great. If you look at it, the material it's made out of, I'm sure it's just because it's shittily rendered. <laughs> but it looks like, you know that, like, uh, those little, like, clip-on lamps that are, like, a piece of bendy metal coated in rubber? And you can, like, yeah. bend them and they stick? I think that's what's going on here. I think it's a bendy metal thing, which... That would not work as a It, a, it a wouldn't phonograph. have the appropriate amount of pressure, probably. No. You'd either have too little or too much, and it would scratch your, your precious vinyl. Yes. Which apparently is pretty easy to scratch. Now, unfortunately, I don't have it anymore, but a friend of mine got the collector's edition of Saints Row, which came with a dubstep gun. 
what? a mini one. And he gave it to me because it was so fucking annoying because you bump it and it goes off and it plays the entirety of the dubstep song from the game. And it's, what, is it unstoppable? There's no yes, way to toss it off once you've bumped an, it? There's not an off switch on it. So is that why you don't have it anymore? Yes. <laughs> it has become the garbage. Uh, yeah, I mean, God, how long is the song? Like a minute. Jeez, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And it's through one of those shitty, like, shitty speakers inside of a plastic toy, too. Oh, God. So it just sounds the, awful. You know, dubstep can't render on a speaker like no, that. No, you bass. You can't, you can't do it. It's not going to come out right. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a classic weapon. Literally murder someone with dubstep. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's something I think we can all get behind. So, I, real quick, I know you, you said, uh, you said you're, you're talking about, like, the, the, the DARPA concussive sound stuff. Yeah. I think... I'm pretty sure the, like, before we figured it out-ish, the last report that came out from DARPA was they tested it on, like, a pig or something, and it exploded all of its internal organs. What? Yeah, it just, like, vaporized the inside of this pig. Jesus Christ. We do remember there was that recent, and, like, not to get too, like, political or newsy, but there was that recent attack on, I think, like, a U.S. embassy or an embassy of mm-hmm. some sort somewhere, and, like, they didn't, they couldn't really place it, but, like, everyone who was there suddenly got, like, piercing headaches and dizziness, and they think that someone was, like, testing some type of, like, concussive, like, audio type thing on the people. That one isn't the concussive one they're working on, that's the microwave one. It was the microwave on. one? Yeah, which, anyway. Which, like, slightly cooks you from the inside, and- also bad yeah <laughs> i thought for some reason it was also a sound thing but i guess that makes sense anyway uh we are so fucked yeah we gotta stop developing weird shit now can we just develop the brown note while we're at it yeah because i think that would be a, an effective weapon and, yeah you know maybe a little less lethal Instead i mean of cooking s- people from the inside let's sound just... is like the next version of warfare if we don't go viral because it can be pinpointed to like a fucking needle point of accuracy. That's horrifying. Yeah. But like, kind of cool. I mean, it's just vibrations. So like, yeah. I mean, go, go nuts. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh... <laughs> wow, that's kind of dark now that I'm like really thinking about it. Yeah. Though. All right, let's, let's move on to something more lighthearted. All right, what are we talking about? We're now. talking about now a game about being a very tall woman. And hair. And hair. A woman made of hair and height. Now, I hate <laughs> hair. Me too. I don't like the aesthetic of, like, how the the hair, like, moves in this game. Like, when it, you know, when you, like, when it comes off of you and then goes back on you and it's got all that, like, movie, swirly, shiny bits to it. Yeah. I don't like that. No, I don't but like I the But I love idea. this game. I don't like the idea of the hair thing. Like, why is it hair? But the game is pretty fun. Yes. Choice. Um, so we're talking about Bayonetta. Um... Like I said, you're a tall hair woman, and um, the item in particular we're going to talk about is the power-up lollipops, which uh, are a consumable item um, that will provide you an immediate effect when you consume them. Um, They come in a few different aesthetics, we can kind of get into those, Um, but you you combine them to your your directional pad, uh, use them as a little bit of a power-up. There's a a green one that recovers your health, a red one that uh, increases your attack damage and a yellow one shaped like a moon oh and there's a purple one that is shaped like a butterfly and we didn't say who these are from 
These are from Brian, who joined us on a couple previous episodes. You can find him on Twitter at LoadBearingBoss. He, yeah, uh, he, he also gave us that shitty World of Warcraft advice. Oh, yeah, let's keep bringing that up. <laughs> Fuck Brian. Um, Please check him out on Twitter. Also, to say there is uh, two forms of the lollipops. There's a regular one and a mega one. The megas do double effect of the normal versions. And you just said that there's a yellow one and a purple one. You didn't say that the yellow one provides invincibility and that the purple one restores magic. Oh yeah, I saw what they look like. I kind of lost lost the yeah, path there a little bit. Off there. Sort of sort of lost it. Anyway, so yeah, those were the effects. Mike got them. Uh, let's let's look at them. Are they shiny? How shiny are they? Uh, they're they're kind of shiny. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all right. Uh, so the mega ones just look a little more um, flamboyant than the yeah. normal ones. Now, do you think they taste like... Like, you think the green one just tastes like a fucking leaf? Like, you're just munching down on some grass? See, I think they taste like that really shitty, like, super designer sugar candy. Oh, God. Where I, it, like, yeah. it's, it's, like, not flavored at all. It's just, like, slightly a sugar flavor. They're like those the like really you would pass out at weddings. Yeah, these are like those like really glassy looking mm-hmm. like like lollipops that like don't have any good flavor. They sell them at like gift shops at like fucking Six Flags. Oh, They're yeah. shaped like something cool, but yeah. like they taste like fucking nothing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Bayonetta though, as a game, it's uh technically a hack and slash. So you don't really hack or slash. You kind of punch the fuck out of everybody. You got shoe guns. <laughs> That isn't hacking or slashing. It's but yes, you have shoe guns. It, it's you carry four guns. The the your shoe guns are clipped into the back of your high heels, making the like gun barrel the the bottom of your high heel. They're fucking incredible. Whoever had the like concept for this game was a fucking genius because everything in it looks so good. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good. Good looking game. Uh, the neat thing about it is that in addition to being kind of like a hack and slash actiony game, it has like elements of like bullet hell games. Oh, absolutely. Where, like there's a lot of stuff coming at you, and there's like a dodging element, which makes it like really entertaining to play. Um, and it really makes you feel like a badass because the the like ultimate move or the super or whatever that rewards you for dodging perfectly is called witch time. And it slows down all of the enemies around you, and you move at normal speed, and you just, like, someone's going in to swipe you with a sword, and then everything slows down, and they're still swiping, and you've hit them, like, 350 times, and then time starts again, and they just fucking explode. It's great. Yeah, that's... I love time-slowing mechanics in games. They make you feel so powerful. Um, Yeah, Bayonetta's good. Now, the fact that all of her clothes are made out of hair... Yes. Don't like that. Her, uh, her, her super attacks are, uh, hair. She's got a, a, a few fist attacks and, uh, like a high heel attack that are all made out of hair. Um, they're real swirly like and movie and shiny. Yeah, I, okay, so like with hair in real life, I don't mind hair when it's attached to a head usually. That's fine. You know, it can be there. But as soon as a piece of hair is no longer attached to a person's head... It oh, it's still me. always attached to her head. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, hair hair in, in isolation is disgusting. Yes. Like, wait, wait, it's all attached to her head? Yes. How does it get onto her body? Does it, like, snake down the back yeah, of her neck? Yeah, it snakes what? down from, what? Her, from her ponytail. Yeah. Um, oh. well, what about when she has her hair short in the second one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, please describe this to us, Mike. <laughs> Alright, so I have found some fan art of, uh, 
of someone who has uh, drawn a super nice, like, really anime version of Bayonetta, except she has about 15 lollipops in between her fingers, two in her eyes, one in her ear, and about 35 of them stuffed in her, like, chipmunk cheeks. And she's drooling all She's over drooling herself. a lot. Yeah. Oh my god, this is this really This is a really good. excellent um, photo. We'll, we'll tweet this. Can you just keep that open and we'll, yeah. we'll just give that a little bit of a tweet on, on our Twitter. Uh, you know, uh, we'll, cre- we'll credit the artist. Uh, this is great. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> well, speaking speaking what you were saying about the... Um, yes, it all comes from her hair. It uh, uh, Or from her head. Um, I think the reason they ended up going with the hair is they said, okay, we have a concept for a really tall, dominatrixy, like, badass witch woman, and she's gonna be sexy as fuck, and she's not gonna care about being sexy because she's a lady and lady power. How do we get her naked throughout a fight? And the answer is to make her clothes and her super attacks out of hair so that when she uses super attacks, it has to pull the hair off of her body as clothes and she suddenly gets more naked to attack. Like, I appreciate a game that makes the lady get more naked during fights. Yeah. You know, that's a thing. And, like, I think we all we all know it and love it. I don't think it had to be hair, though. I mean, that's one way to do it. You could have also just, like, done it a different way. Well, yeah, they did it in uh, Near Automata. Remember oh, that game? Yeah. That kind of also hack and slashy, but way more bullet hell game. Uh, if you blow yourself up, you're a, you're a robot, and you if you hit the self destruct sequence, you uh you destroy your already super scantily clad maid costume, and then you're just walking around in like a fucking corset and underwear. And let me tell you, that ass, that ass, oh my god, it is the best video game ass I've ever seen in Dude, my entire you, life. You were like, hey, come to my room and look at this, and I'm like, all right, let me come see what you got going on. And you you just explode, all your clothes come off, and then we just sat there for like 15 minutes gawking and remarking on that ass. Yes, and they uh they make. A what you know one of those squishy boob mouse pads. Oh, they make the one of her ass. I want it. You should get it. I'm probably gonna get it. Those boob mouse pads are great for the wrist. Oh, honestly, yeah, it's awesome. like that little bit of wrist support. Like mm-hmm. goes a long way when you're gaming for a long time. Uh, anyway, Bayonetta. I bet they make some mouse pads of her. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who like for sure? Plenty of body pillows. Now, are there drugs in the lollipops? How do they make you more powerful? They're magic. You're a witch. They're magic. Mm-hmm. Does she craft them? Does um, she find them? You find them in the world, and you can also purchase them at the Gates of Hell, which is um, your demon friend... God, I can't, I'm spacing on his name right now. Um, Roland or something. Something something like that. Um, yeah, you buy them from him, and you use them. Um, one of the interesting things that I actually... I played through both games completely on hard modes and didn't know about this... Um, I found it in my research. Apparently, uh, during a cutscene where Bayonetta eats a lollipop, um, she does it quite often, um, pressing down on the corresponding lollipop's color on your D-pad will, when she removes it from her mouth, will grant you the effect of that lollipop immediately after the cutscene ends. Ooh! That's a really cool mechanic. That's like a little secret mechanic there. Yeah. So it's a little fun one. I like that. And uh, it doesn't give you a lollipop it just gives you the effect for however long the effect lasts so that's why you have to do it uh before a fight um but the thing the cool thing about it is using lollipops in bayonetta 
since it works on like a, a rank system for how well you did fighting and dodging and stuff, using items detracts from your score, but doing this does not affect your score as like saying you used an item during your Oh tally, which that's is, nice. is is pretty cool. Little fun bonus there. If you haven't played it, go play it. It's a really good game. The story is fun and kooky and it's weird. Kooky as shit. These are weird games, but like in that good way. In yeah. that good way like you want. You're a giant dominatrix tall witch from hell fighting angels that look like Greek statues. Yeah. And it's they're good, all golden. It's good shit. Now, to be clear, when we talk about how tall and giant she is, we just mean that, like, a normal human is, what, like, six heads tall, and she's, like, nine heads tall? She's, she's like, ten feet tall. She's, like, her head in proportion to her body looks so tiny because she is so large. Well, she's super like, lanky. Her fucking arms and, and legs are, like, slenderman spindly kind she, of. She, her, her form could not exist in reality. Oh, no. She is a, a broken thing. She would thing. fall over. However, speaking of asses, she also, got a good also, one. also a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to look at that. Uh, but yeah, no, she's a, she's a weird looking kind of thing, but kind of in a good way. Um, yep, I think that's about it on the lollipops. Wish they looked a little tastier. Wish they didn't look like that shitty fucking glass candy, but, you know, they they look cool, I guess. Yeah. These, uh, these next three are, uh, really long, so we might not get to all of them, but, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna try here. So, uh, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Now, this next one, I don't know because I respect myself too much to play this. Okay, Mike, you, I was a child, you fool! <laughs> I know, I know, I know you're, like, too young for this. This is a little before your time, alright? But there was a there was a time and a place where 3D platformers on, on the, the PlayStation 1 were a big fucking deal, and oh, they were enjoyable. So you're talking about Bubsy 3D? No! Bubsy 3D wasn't on the PlayStation 1, was it? I don't know if that's true. I, I don't think it was. No! I'm talking about g- games in the general feel of uh, Spyro or or Croc or uh, yep, it was PlayStation, on the PlayStation One. PlayStation One. Both Damn it! Three. That's unfortunate. Um, okay, Croc. That game fucking rocked. That yeah. game was so good. I loved Dude, Croc. Dude, Croc a was he was so cute with his yep. little fangs mm-hmm. and the little fucking gabos or whatever that he yeah. was freeing from the cages. Also cute. That game was actually surprisingly hard, though. It was kind of hard. Soundtrack was also really good. Mm-hmm. I still remember a lot of the like really good tunes from that one. Um, Croc and Spiral were like my two favorite games when I was a kid on the PS One. Okay, so then I don't know why you didn't play Gex, which is what we're talking about here. Um, it was a little. Uh, <laughs> worse, I would say. I, yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider it to be the same quality. However, I played it a lot. So uh, there, there were a couple of these, a couple of these games. Um, That's why the fuck I didn't play it. We're looking at a picture of the main character. Is it the sunglasses? It's it's the whole aesthetic. It's like the entirety of awful fan fiction porn stemmed off of this image right here. Okay, that's not true. anthropomorphic, like, suggestive, ooh, I'm a cool lizard leaning up against a wall with sunglasses, and I've also kind of got a sexy pose going. I I wouldn't call that a sexy pose. That's That's a a trying too hard to be cool pose. I think you're just attracted to the lizard. No, I'm not. That is a 90s, I'm too cool and sexy pose. The 90s were weird. So I think maybe that's important to note as kind of our our first concept there. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he plays a gecko who's really into TV. And what I actually really liked about these games is that, like, because the gecko 
he's like super into television. His his like games and missions are that you go to a bunch of different like genre themed levels. Didn't so he... like there's like a horror level and there's like different types of like TV and movies that you like go into and play. Didn't he at the end of every level like reference a TV quote? Okay. He would he, like say he said some bullshit. Stuff. I thought you didn't play these games. Like how do you know so much I about don't, this? I, okay. Everyone who has played video games knows about Gex. It's not good. It's good to make fun of. Uh, I guess. All right. Well, so... Uh, <laughs> He's got a really awful voice, too, doesn't he? Um. Yes. I believe he has a terrible voice. He makes, like, snarky, like, bad, bad quotes and references to different, like, movies. Out of, like, it's pretty fucking stupid. It's some, like, peak, peak 90s. Yeah. Peak 90s shit we're dealing with here. Um, now... 3D platformer, you uh you you travel into the media dimension, um where where you as as a gecko are going into the television basically. You go to different TV channels uh that are like different game worlds. So you get to through a world map, um and you collect remotes. Remotes are the item we're talking about. Do you guys know what a remote control is? Do they still make these. I don't have a TV anymore. <laughs> Do they still make remotes? Yeah. Still yeah. Them? Yeah. I think most things are, like, on your phone now. I know, like, how long until we control our TVs exclusively with our phones? Probably, like... Already? Already. We're pretty much there. Um, But, yeah, so you... Oh, jeez, you also find VHS tapes hidden in levels. Wow! The 90s, goddamn. Uh, you guys remember VHS? How about, how about this tail-attacking quote? <laughs> That's for 12 years of Full House! Oh, my God. He actually says Full House? Yep. I never watched Full House, but... Uh, My tail's gonna kick your butt. This is some real 90s Put shit. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, that's just a classic statement. Watch me use my tail to kick your butt. <laughs> what? Hold on, hold on. Let's go back to that one. That is that is oddly specific. Can you imagine? Let's say you're at the bar, you're drunk, you're getting in a bar fight with a guy, and you say to him, watch me use my fist to hit your face. <laughs> like, why would you be that specific? Like... File this under ouch. I remember him saying that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wow. Dude, that that's just the attacking quotes. There is like a three-page list of quotes. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the gecko's a... Uh... Jimmy Hoffa. White courtesy phone. Jimmy Hoffa. Oh god, I remember you, that. You, my friend, I... have an eating disorder. Wow, that's, that's a little much. A little rude. <laughs> That's like a real fucking like ailment, dude. That's not that's not really PC to say these days. What are you, Larry King's barber? <laughs> You're all right. He says that while encountering Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, he... okay, we can do a whole episode on this. We can't. Wait, we, we can't, can't this look is, at more quotes. This is a rabbit hole that we are going down. Anyway, he lives in Hawaii. <laughs> He eats snacks and watches his TV. He goes into the TV. He goes on adventures inside of the TV. They're all movie and TV themed. He collects remotes. The remotes are what you must um, obtain. They are your uh, standard collectible item in the game. Do they do anything for you? Other than just the main collectible yeah, that get you access to more levels. So they're, they're like just like your standard. pages. They're like Spyro's dragons, eggs. They're, they're, they're... Can we look at a picture of one of the remotes? Uh, yeah. How many buttons do they render onto the thing? Oh, a fair number. Now, this doesn't look like a remote to me. This looks like a fucking coffin. <laughs> it's shaped like a coffin. Why is it wide at the top? I don't know. Um, is it meant to look I that think way? There's a bunch of different of them. 
oh great, the smallest image of all fucking time. <laughs> now, that's probably the actual resolution it was <laughs> rendered out oh, in the game. absolutely. That's why it's about, you know, 8 pixels by 30 pixels, uh, you know, which is very small on our modern screens. Um, so there's some regular, like, TV-looking remote ones. There's a, like, uh, a, another coffin with three buttons on it with a little, like, antenna, uh, antenna rod <laughs> on it. Those are, like, the trophy ones. They come in gold. Uh, it's a lot of, like, remote-themed shit. It's just, like, a TV-themed thing, which feels really archaic by modern standards, because the whole idea of, like, sitting down and just, like, watching TV and, like, surfing channels seems like we don't do it anymore. This doesn't seem relevant to modern society. We stream things on demand only, and... And you, you click a button and then autoplay takes over. Yeah, there's not a lot of, like, remotes or surfing. Definitely no VHS. Mm-hmm. You want to get a VHS player and put it in the living room? Dude, hold on. Go back. You have a VHS player? Where is it? Is it in your room? Is no, it in, Is it near us right now? It's at my parents' house. Okay. Bring it over. <laughs> Let's pop some, some VHS in. You remember tracking where it would be like... Oh, yeah. Fucking, like, shitty staticky shit on two I have a VHS rewinder, too. Oh! He fucking can... fancy shit. That's some fancy shit right there. <laughs> oh, my God. It, bad format for media. Honestly, cassettes, VHS, they degrade over time. Bad oh, format. Yeah. Bad format for media. When you play a VHS the hundredth time, it is noticeably worse than the first time you played it. It is a degrading format, not good for storage of, of, of media. I love I love that sound when the, the the wheels start to go bad in a VHS, and it just goes, <laughs> as it's running. <laughs> Dude, have you ever had your VHS, or your, like, your... What's a VHS player? Is that the word for it? A VCR. VCR. Got it. Got it. Have you ever had it eat one of your tapes? And oh, it just starts yeah. like spewing out the fucking like precious like tape bits yeah. and you're like, no, don't do this. And you can like try to recoil it. But it's sometimes all it's okay, up. but sometimes it isn't. Depends on how fucked up it was. Yeah. 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 I used to have a VHS tape when I was a kid. This is really going down a weird tangent, but let's just go with it. Where there was a section where it got eaten and was crinkly. And, like, it made it all, like, warpy and, yeah. like, spooky, kind of. Yeah. And, like, I was really little. And I would always, like, fast forward through it and skip that section. Because I was scared of it. Yeah, I was afraid of it. I was ah. afraid of the fucked up section in my one cartoon movie. Do you do you remember the the Nickelodeon VHSs? The, like, Rugrats ones that were fucking bright orange? Orange, yeah. Yep. Hell yeah, of course I remember those. Oh, God, good times. The 90s were bad. Oh, they were we gr- should I not... love the 90s, dude. It's so much fucking weird. Gak. A giant pitcher busting through walls. If you love the 90s, then you love this gecko. And you oh, know you love no. this gecko. No, I like blank check. <laughs> oh, Let's talk about another item. We've, yeah. we, just, we just went into like a weird 90s zone for a minute. <laughs> you have to. When you start talking about the 90s, you can't not yeah. talk about Oasis. Yeah, alright, alright. Fair enough. Uh, next item. The this two one. longest items we have on this list. You're being sarcastic. No. The Bard's Tale. It's a text based. It has kind some of. graphics, kind of, but it's like a. Mostly. Kind of old school. Click adventure kind of, kind of bullshit. The Dork Ring. Uh, it's a ring for dorks. If you search the Dork Ring on the internet, uh, you'll find this. Apparently, the Dork Ring doesn't do anything. It seems to be a useless item, which nonetheless, which can nonetheless be sold at a shop. Yep. All right, moving on. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, let's, let's, let's revisit this a little bit. Uh, it's literally a useless item. Yes. It, like, they're not, they're not joking. Um, 
Oh, we should say who this is from. It's Guinea Pig again. Yes. This is a good one. Um, um now, when he, when Guinea Pig uh, uh, suggested this to us, he also gave us uh, a, a small quote here. He said, uh, While many games have items that have only one purpose, to sell them for currency, this one is called Dork Ring. <laughs> I think that's really important to touch yeah. on. But the game, the game really wants you to know. <laughs> like, Fallout, I could sell... A coffee cup. It's mostly what it's used for. Yeah, but the coffee cup isn't called fuck you, which is basically what this is. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it's one of those things where, like, a lot of times games, like, you know, they throw in those random, like, pointless items, but uh, so rarely are they this blatant about them. Oh, which yeah. I I do appreciate that a lot. Um, and this what is a fucking... Like? The ri- oh, yeah, we don't have... Do we... That, I, <laughs> Good luck drawing this, me. Yeah, was, uh, the, I, there's no visual for it that we can find because this game is mostly text and some images, but mm-hmm. not like of the items. So what does it look like? I mean, we can only speculate. What's a dork look like? It's a mood ring. I bet it's a mood it's ring. Just I'm just going to draw a mood it's ring. It's just a mood ring. Classic mood ring. Dude, speaking of the 90s. Oh, yeah. I loved mood rings back then. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Actually, I still kind of think they're cool. They last for, like, a month, and then the color just, like, is one color. It gets that, like, weird, like, kind of, like, brownish version of the color, though. Like, it's it's not as vibrant. Yeah. But, like, I like it that they change color based on your body temperature, which is, like, silly, because mostly you maintain a similar temperature, and it kind of doesn't change that much. Especially not with your mood. Definitely not with your mood. I, we'll, we'll expect you to get, like, fucking hotter when you get something. <laughs> like, you really heat up. Like, the hottest one, because it's a scale of heat going upwards. The hottest one's, like, purple, and it was, yeah. like, passionate. See, and I'm like, are they just assuming that if you start fucking, you get real hot, and the mood ring will turn purple? Like, what is the goal there? The only use that that would actually work is a mood cock ring. Because you get all that hot blood in your dick. Dude, hold on a second, hold on a second. Do they make a mood cock oh, ring? Oh, no. I'm googling that. I'm googling that. Uh, that 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 doesn't really sound like a mood ring for your cock. That's just a really weird cock ring. Um, ooh, I'm logged into Brian's Amazon account Woo! right now. These are gonna show up in his history. Hell these yeah. cock rings I'm clicking on, so that's gonna be confusing. Uh, none of them are mood rings. This is a rechargeable mood ring. What the fuck does that mean? They don't require electricity. Uh, the little vibration. You get that. You get that little paint. Paint vibration. Is this a co- oh? It is a cock ring. Elegant cock ring with LED light. <laughs> Elegant. <laughs> There's that. Okay. Yep. That's something. Okay. F- fucking tangent. Anyway, is is the dork ring a cock ring? Probably. Prob- maybe. Maybe. Anyway, you sell it. Next item. Uh yeah. Why don't you grab this one? I'll grab this one. This is another one from our good pal Guinea Pig, who just fucking enjoys items like this. I guess. Um, this is from Earthbound, which is a popular title. Yeah, Ness, people, Ness is our boy. Ness is our boy. People like Earthbound. Mm-hmm. People it's it's like a weird got game. really into it. It's like more, the more time passes, the more people like Earthbound. It's a super like culty kind of game. Like there's really nothing else like it, and it's super. It's like Undertale kind of weird. Yeah, it, I feel like it maybe wasn't appreciated quite as much in its time. I no. think it's a cult classic where over time it's just gotten more popular. Yeah, um, it's a good one if you haven't ever uh, ever played it. Um, but uh, the item in particular we're talking about is the insignificant item. The insignificant item is an insignificant item in Earthbound, parentheses, Mother 2. In, in Japan, they're called Mother. The item is found in the hospital in Threed. Mm-hmm. Can be traded 
to the Tucson Hospital for a magic truffle. Yes. That's that's what you do with it. Uh, so the, we got another quote from Guinea Pig when he was giving this one to us. He was helpful in giving us like reasons why he wanted these items yeah. on the show. Thank God, like do that if you're gonna give us something, do do that. Um, it's significant though, he says, in the fact that it does its best to tell you there's no need for the item, but despite the name, you're gonna think you need it. It's the perfect mind game in a video game. Oh yeah, and yeah, absolutely, like. You give me an item and you call it insignificant item, I'm going to fucking cling to it forever, thinking it's important somehow. I'm having that problem in Fallout 76 right now, because I keep picking up keys, but all the doors that the keys can open can also be opened through other means, and so I think that I'm missing a door, because if you give me a key, the door should only be openable by that key. It's nice they're giving you alternate options. Yes. But that's a mind game right there. Yes. Same as this shit. It's making you think it's important somehow. And I mean, what better way to make you think an item is important than literally calling it not important, Mm -hmm. insignificant. This doesn't mean anything. That's awful. It really is some cruel shit. The the greatest representation we have is when you actually pick it up, um, you get a text log that says Ness checked the drawers and there was an insignificant item in the drawer. See, I guess my question with this one... I don't know how to draw it either. Uh, just put that out there. What is it? What actually is it? It's insignificant. Don't worry about it. <laughs> do, I just, do I just not draw it then? I guess I just don't draw it. I guess I just... Maybe I draw some like lines like shooting out from nothing. <laughs> a little dramatic like yeah. nothingness. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I guess it's not important what it is, right? It's a, it's we don't really have nothing. to ponder what it is or what it looks like or where it came from no. or... What it tastes like if you were to eat it, because it's just not significant, is it? Yeah. All right, let's stop talking about stuff. Let's All be right. done. Yeah, we, we, we did a good job. Okay, so let me ask you this. Now, let's do our standard shit, but when we get to the part where we normally make up fake items, how do we make up what, what, fake items that someone might suggest? Uh, do the stuff, I will think about it. Yeah, figure out what we're going to do with that. Um, all right, so do the stuff. Um, you can check us out on the social medias. Uh, we are known as ItemGet. Uh, ItemGetPodcast is our handle on pretty much whatever, including ItemGetPodcast.com, where you can get a link to our Discord. If you would like to come talk to us, come to our Discord. If you want to suggest items discord or tweet at us like please communicate with us if you're listening we know people are listening but you know let us know that'd be cool um and we'll talk about more items we'll do more listener suggestion episodes every once in a while once we have like a pool of items to discuss Mm -hmm. did did we talk about a Haley item yeah did we tell we never said it was Haley. uh the remotes the remotes were Haley. at Haley palumbo Palumbo on twitter Twitter. (laughs) haleypalumbo.com whoops whoop Nice, uh, nice catch. Nice, nice, nice callback. Um, anyway, so, uh, you know, you can find us on the internets. Um, our... Get in the Discord. Get in the Discord. Do it. Just come on. Yell come at us. talk to us. Come yell um, at us. Our, our theme song, like always, is made by Guinea Pig, who gave us some of these good items here today. Um, you can check out his music on many of the platforms, pretty much all of them at this point. Um, you just search Guinea Pig. The um, A-E-E-A in the middle is like a little symbol. So, uh, you know, you gotta do that. But you'll, you'll, you'll find him. We got links on our site as well. Um, and now let's move on to the part where we make up items for what in this situation? Alright, I've got a really good one. But for what? Uh, no, what? no, no, I've got a good, a good, good What's the category. Okay. 90s theme items from a 90s game. Okay. Alright, you got one? I, oh, I, I didn't think, <laughs> I was busy thinking of, of what to, the, the, what to do. Okay, alright, um, lo, 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 let me, let me, let me throw one out here for you. Um, it is a, oh, fuck. 
Fuck, fuck. Okay, give me a second, give me a second. When did Goldeneye come out? That was 90s, right? Early 2000s or 90s? It was, no, probably 90s of 64, right? Uh, I can, I can look this up. We have the internet. We don't have to wonder these things. Goldeneye came out... That's the movie. That's the movie. Uh, <laughs> 64. Um, 97? Alright. 1997 Goldeneye. A gadget that, that James Bond has. It's uh, it's like a, a target decoy, except it's the lead singer from Mambo Number no. Five. Lou Vega. I don't fucking is that, know. Is that right, Lou? Maybe. Lou, who did not Mambo Number no. Five? But yeah, it's uh, it's it's like a target decoy. But he comes out and dances, and then. Dude, I don't think Mambo Number no. Five is from the nineties, though. It's probably like two thousand two. Okay, so this this just says Mambo Number no. Five released nineteen fifty. <laughs> Hold on. What? what? It was Lou Vega. Did I say Vega with yeah. a V? I, I mixed up the B and V. They're right next to each other on the keyboard. That was a typo. Um, What do they mean? A jazz song in 1949 by Cuban musician Damaso Perez Prado. The song's Lou- popularity was renewed by German, art- German artist Lou Vega's sampling of the last 30 seconds of the original. 1999. Reached number one. Yes, nine nine. You got it. You nailed it. Yep. All right. So my item for this. God, I feel like I've learned a lot today. <laughs> Learn about cardboard box hats and Mambo number five. Yeah, there's just so much. There's so much to know. Um, so my item is for the the classic '90s game Bubsy. Now in Bubsy, you play Bubsy as- or Bubsy 3D. The first Bubsy, the one Bubsy. is that was that from the nineties? The one on the the Genesis was that the first one? I think so. Yeah. Let's find out. Let's just let's just get a little date on that. Ninety three. Yeah. So uh, I got a little bit of background story. My dad went on a business trip for work, and he brought this game back for me as a gift because when I was a little kid, I really liked cats. So ninety three, I was a solid five years old. Nice. And uh, I received this, and I wanted to play it. My mom said, "No, you have to go to bed." So I put it under my pillow and slept with it under my pillow so I'd be ready first thing in the morning to play fucking Bubsy. You're a bobcat. Um, he collects mostly yarn balls in his yeah. game. Um, but, you know, Bubsy's kind of a notoriously bad game series in terms of quality. And they keep bringing Bubsy back and yeah. he's still not getting any better. No. In fact, getting worse with age. He uh, he fought aliens in one of them. Um, Close Encounters of the Furred Kind, I think was it was a it was a pun. Everything was no, puns it was back claws then. Claws Encounters. Oh my god, it was. You're right. Oh fuck. Anyway, so his item is a uh, <laughs> he instead of collecting you know the yarn balls, he's getting some of those while he's in there. He collects also a themed breakfast cereal, um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a Sonic the Hedgehog themed breakfast cereal because that's just you know time period appropriate. Uh, and he eats a little bit of that like nice Sonic flavored cereal it's not very good it's sonic flavored apparently i just said are they like little grain chili dogs with bits of glass on them and no they're 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 just like those standard little grain shapes but they're supposed to be shaped like sonic's head but they just look like a fucking useless blob nice um and there's a prize in it and the prize in it is one of those little eggs full of slime and uh bubsy uses Mm. that as a a, an item to uh probably just eat he probably just eats it (laughs) I don't fucking know, man. What does he touch his enemies with it? Ooh, it's gross. It's like gack, because everything in the 90s was sticky. Like, I don't know. He probably just fucking eats it. He's like a bobcat. He doesn't know any better. He's wearing a shirt. I don't know why. It's some furry shit. You think there's porn a Bubsy? 
Oh, there has to be. This rule thirty four, dude. All right, all right. So there you have it. That was our podcast for today. We've been we've been item get. Um, I was Natty Ice. I'm a uh, trick. Try short for tricycle. Trick. Trick. You just trick though. Yeah. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? All right, I'm done talking. Uh, can we, can we, can we fade out here on Mama number five? Yeah, what about it? Can we, like, can you, oh, can, can you, you play post it? that I in? Think, no, I think that's illegal. A little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need, a little bit of Tina's what I see, a little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long, a little bit of Jessica, here I am, a little bit of you makes you your man. Ah! It makes you your man? Yeah. What's that?